0: degenerates we are here once again to give you your week 12 recap it's not completely done but we're gonna give you what we got all right we're going to be recapping our boom bust we're gonna be going over our players and I am joined as always by co-host of the show mr. Steven Sampson How you what's doing up tonight, degenerates
1: uh, glad to be back from my slight hiatus Brian sucks can't even get the intro right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> moving forward, week 12 is almost over. Uh, could be over if Pittsburgh and, and uh, Baltimore ever even do play or they just cancel it. Hopefully they just cancel it. Yeah. It, it will make everybody's fantasy lives a lot easier. I do think we also have a special guest on the show this week, Brian. Is that right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, lately, Eric
0: has hey, a much better hey, track record than you. I
2: <laughs> I've, never mi- I've never missed three in a row. <laughs> Just saying. Neither have I. Thank you very much. You did. Three three, oh, three.
1: straight,
0: Yeah, other than the last three. Oh, I only missed two. I don't know. To be honest, I don't remember. This is one big long show by now. I don't know. Three in a row. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was um, two
2: week eleven and then last week. All, all right, girls.
0: All three. right. We don't need to argue about who's missed the most episodes. Daddy's here to guide <laughs> you through it, okay? <laughs> so, uh, You know, before we get into our recap, let's uh, hit a little breaking news.
1: Breaking news.
0: So we do have one element that I want to touch on real quick. Didn't get a chance to talk about it last week. Uh, We were kind of firing through everything. By the time the Taysom Hill shit went down, we were done recording. And, you know, last week we only did the one episode because of Thanksgiving. So quickly, I just wanted to bring up ESPN fucking sucks. They're fucking stupid. It it boggles my mind that Taysom Hill was ever labeled a tight end. He has never been a tight end. He is a quarterback, is now and always will be. The fact that they made him tight end eligible and essentially turned every league in ESPN into a super flex for one team is, it's abominable. It It should have never, ever happened. Luckily, we have the Taysom Hill owner on here who started him at tight end. He is on the show to defend himself. Eric, make your case. Uh, I'm going to be brief. I did what anyone else would have done. The end. Without a doubt. Well, I don't blame you. That's, I don't. Yeah. It's uh, not your it, fault it, that ESPN allowed this to happen. They should have never allowed it to happen. And I don't disagree with you at all because it, it, it shouldn't have been able to
2: happen. And it's like you said, like, well, who was the dude who just played quarterback for the Broncos? Hilton? Kendrick Hilton or something? Hinton, yeah, I think. Hinton. I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> they changed his position, his position eligibility real fucking quick. Fucking like snap, snap of the of fingers. Finger yeah. Yeah. But he, the,
1: the, So here's the thing with ESPN and and Hinton. He wasn't even in the system. So well, they had to actually enter him because he was going to start for the Broncos. Okay. So yeah, right. to do that, they entered him as a quarterback because that's the position he was going to play. But he's not a quarterback. Uh, but he's not a quarterback. He's a wide he just receiver, played one, but he, he was starting as a quarterback. But... but he was starting as a quarterback, so that's what they input him as. So you can, you can probably start him as a quarterback. For the next five years, you won't be able to start him as a wide receiver, which is the position he actually plays.
2: <laughs> and anybody <laughs> no, so... who actually played him last week. Like, yeah, uh, uh, it, it was very sorry. Negative, negative two, point. I think he finished with.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, so I mean, like, but, but that's my whole point is that Taysom Hill is a quarterback. I don't give a fuck if he goes out there and runs some routes every once in a blue moon. He is not a tight end. He is not a wide receiver. He is not a running back. He is a quarterback. He always has been. He always will be. I don't know why ESPN ever dinked around with his position to begin with. It should have never. He should have never been designated a tight end. And certainly, the minute that the Saints announced that he was going to start, at the very least, right then, that second, they should have dropped everything else they were doing and changed his designation to the proper designation. It should have never been allowed to happen. It's disgusting that it even took place. So are we going to boycott ESPN next year? Personally, well, you, you I guys, think we should move you to sleeper. Guys just,
2: you guys just got a huge case for your sleeper. I mean, you guys just got some huge uh, ammo for your sleeper move. Like, this is a big... This could be a big swear I don't think it'll sway anybody in my league cuz that's it too it won't old school but.
1: but it's i mean it was the only site that didn't make the change right away or that even had him with the double designation going into this year so
0: yeah i think i think the only i think i read the only two sites that had him designated tight end eligible were ESPN and FanDuel and FanDuel corrected it and made him a quarterback before the weekend i believe correct
1: that 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 is correct but if you got him in to your FanDuel lineup before, I think it was Friday or early Saturday, you could leave him in as your tight end.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, like I said, my problem with that is just he should have never been a tight end. He is not right. a tight end. And just like this fucking Jamoke from Denver, he is a wide receiver. And they say, he's going to start at quarterback. ESPN goes, whoa, 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 he's going to start at quarterback? He's getting a quarterback designation right fucking now. He's not a quarterback. He's a wide receiver. Now, I think they should have changed his designation because he was announced as the starting quarterback. But, like, with with M L, they have a quarterback who was announced to be the starting quarterback. And they went, well, let's see what happens, guys. I mean, we don't know if he's actually going to play quarterback. Like... <laughs> it's just it makes no fucking sense and i know it's over it's done almost everybody's gonna have him out of their lineup by now if you have an ounce of fucking inte- oh that's what i was gonna say if you have an ounce of fucking integrity he's out of your lineup and thank you eric for doing the uh respectful thing and taking him out this week
2: well i knew dallas god was gonna outscore him so i <laughs> smartly swapped <laughs> him out i was like well oh. <laughs> He's gonna outscore Hill, so I might as well play.
0: Nah, it's just I it was last minute. I'm like, yeah, this is too cheap. It was fun to meme for a week, but yeah, now it's getting old. So I I will say this that one of the podcasts I really enjoy listening to is uh, CBS Fantasy Football Podcast, and um, I don't really listen in season. I only listen to the Fantasy Police in two weeks in a row. Every single question was about Taysom Hill. They were like, "What do we do about this league mate that is starting taysom Hill?" And this week they got or last week rather they got a bunch of questions about they're leaving them in there's no bye weeks and they're leaving them in. What can we do?" And they were well, don't play on ESPN was basically their answer like come to CBS <laughs> I yeah, get... but I guess CBS like charges and it's not a, it's not
2: cheap yeah CBS oh, yeah, no is I don't want like to a, CBS. Over 100 bucks
0: I'm yeah. just saying that they they really didn't have an answer. They're like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I they they were like, I can't believe it ever happened in the first place. I don't know what to tell you about week two, where if you don't make any roster moves, you can leave him in, and I'm sure a lot of people did leave him in last week, and even this week, if you don't have a buck or a panther, you're you're probably looking at it going, fuck it, I can ride out the playoffs until somebody gets hurt. Yeah, I could have, I could have rode him all the way into the fucking. Oh, you definitely I into the playoffs, but yeah, but I, mean, I also don't think he's that.
2: I also I don't think he's that good.
0: No, I don't he's think very
2: he do he's, he's very rushing touchdown dependent for a quarterback. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you could say the same thing about Josh Allen, really. Yeah, I mean, he's got a little bit more better of an arm than fucking Taysom Hill. No, least. he does. He does. He's, he's not... made
2: some throws, but um, yeah, it really, it shouldn't have never. It, I'm right there with you. It should have never been able to happen. I did it just to kind of meme it as a, haha, look what I'm doing, because I knew people wanted him for that reason, just to say, fuck you, I got him. Yeah. Didn't matter. Because I still would have steamrolled Jared if I didn't have him. And <laughs> and like I said, he was in my lineup and like 10 minutes before kickoff. I was like, I can't do this two weeks in a row. Like, I just I took him out. And honestly, what you do in a situation like that, there's many things that like you said. Don't play on ESPN. Get on your fucking commissioner because the commissioners can make them changes. They can't adjust other teams lineups. Yeah, You'd have to get on your commissioner. You'd have to have a league vote and be like, dude, this is bullshit. He's basically run on a super flex team. And when this is not a super flex league, it's a one quarterback league. Cause like I said, commissioners can do that and override that decision. And that's why it was a bad look for me. Cause I'm the commissioner of this league and I had hell <laughs> and, uh, on number three, just fucking leave that league. If, if, if it happens and nobody does nothing about it, just say, all right, fuck it. It's my last year.
0: Yeah. I'm done. I mean, you know, just to like, just to drive the point home. I mean, like this week, Andy Dalton was the QB 20. That's pretty bad. Like the QB twenty should not be starting, right? He scored sixteen point five sixteen point four five fantasy points. That's a hell of a fucking day for a tight end. You know, it's like it's just it's just not comparable. It's not even fucking close. Andy Dalton next week will be qualified as a Dallas running back and tight end. Just <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, you know, we talked about Kendall Hinton, uh, the entire Broncos quarterback room was put on the COVID reserve list I guess their fourth string reserve quarterback who was supposed to stay separate from everybody decided all all the quarterbacks together the you know he's the fourth and then the three in front of him said hey we have Tuesday off guys why don't we get together and watch film see if we can get see if we can come up with a good game plan so the four of them sat in a room the fourth-string the fourth quarterback, the reserve quarterback, ends up testing positive. So the three starters get put on the COVID reserve list because they were in close proximity. So they end up having to start a wide receiver at quarterback, and the NFL just said, hey, tough fucking luck, dude. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, like, talk about shooting the Broncos in the fucking foot on top of just handing New Orleans an easy win, you know? it's it just didn't feel right it didn't sit well with me i didn't like it so here's what's fucked up about it to me drew lock was cleared from the COVID list
1: today it's tuesday all three of them were yeah they've already pushed the pittsburgh game off till wednesday which is tomorrow because we record on tuesdays and they were still having positive tests yesterday mm-hmm. yet the, the none of the denver quarterbacks actually tested positive they were just in close proximity So instead of delaying the game until Tuesday to see if they actually could field a team that could be competitive because they're already out of any contention that the NFL feels that they should uh, cater to a team like Denver, but they'll cater to Pittsburgh and Baltimore because they think the ratings will be better. Fuck you, Roger Goodell. I hope you die in a fucking fire.
0: I will edit that out. That's all I'm to say
1: about that.
2: Uh, (laughs) Damn it, man. I'd leave that in. Uh, No, Steve. Steve kind of touched on exactly what I was going to say. Like, they moved the fucking Steelers and Ravens game to Tuesday, now Wednesday. First they moved it from Thursday to Sunday. Then did they move it to Monday? They did. Then to Tuesday? Then they moved it to Monday. Then then they moved it to Tuesday. Now it's
1: Wednesday. And if they have another positive test, then it gets moved to Thursday. It's fucking – it's absurd. I mean, either cancel the game or – make another week at the end of the season or extend the play out, do something it's not fair to the other teams where you're already canceling games and rescheduling enough's enough you, you got to draw the line somewhere
0: i will say this but i it, don't i don't think this it's game all about money i don't think this game gets pushed back by a single hour i mean if if one more positive test comes up they're going to cancel the game because you're already yeah. way too close to next week and... Right,
1: but the whole thing is—it's it, all—it's you can tell that this is a hundred percent about money with this game because of the ratings, because of the two teams playing. And well, I mean, if they, if they wanted the ratings, that, they shouldn't uh, be
0: kicking off at three thirty. <laughs> Eastern I don't think time. they can get the television time <laughs> on Wednesday. To be honest with you, no, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. they're, they're not going to get any fucking ratings anyway. They're kicking off at 3:30 Eastern time. They're going to be kicking off 11:30 in the afternoon on the West Coast. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's going to watch the game anyway.
1: Now you'll you'll still have decent viewership. It's just the whole pushing it around. I I I'm fine with them moving it to Monday. I was it, it's fine because they already set the precedent to turn it on on Tuesday but pushing it to Wednesday and then screwing a team over like Denver that they're already in the toilet having a bad year. And then you, you put them up against a team like New Orleans with a guy who hasn't thrown a football as a quarterback since he was a junior in college. Yeah. I mean, that, no that's just No practice reps. No, yeah, no practice reps. Nothing. That's a kick in the nuts with a golf cleat. I mean... Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, so... Like I said, fuck you, Roger Goodell.
0: I, you can die in a fire. You can edit it out or not. I don't care. <laughs> um, So, I mean, obviously, you know, that leads us to uh, Steelers Ravens. You know, me and Eric planned on doing a State of the League. Steelers Ravens has kind of fucked everything up because we don't know the outcomes of games. We don't know final scores. We don't know total points for a lot of teams. So... It's like, we really can't do it. We just can't. Like, we don't have the time later in the week to get it out before week 13 kicks off. And, you know, so really, I feel like Roger Goodell's fucking this podcast. And I don't know what we... I I feel like I've been pretty fair with him. I mean, maybe he heard about your distaste for him. And that's why he moved it back to Wednesday, just to fuck us. But, it's possible. You know, this fucks up Waivers. I mean, what when were when were our uh, our waivers will clear what Saturday afternoon? Saturday morning? No, I'm move, I'm move, I'm moving it to a day this week because it's stupid.
2: Okay. I agree with you there. Cuz it's not going to clear like you said it won't clear until Saturday. Yeah. So I am going to change it to a day cuz at least clear on Friday. Okay. So, which is no Thursday game.
0: So, yes, there is no Thursday still... game. So, uh that my overall point there was that, you know, this is fucking up waivers for a lot of leagues because you know their 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 waivers were usually clear on Wednesday now they're going to clear on Friday or Saturday. You know, this is you know, we're gearing up for the playoffs here. People are making waiver claims to set themselves up for a deep playoff run. And you know, if we if they get one more test, I I really think they're going to cancel this game. They can't push it back any further. They can't. It's just it's just it's getting out of control. And like we're already at the point where it's fucking silly. Like now they're going to have to move the Ravens-Cowboys games to Tuesday. They're going to have to move. Uh, Pittsburgh is already scheduled for Tuesday. I forget who they're playing. And it's just, it's insanity. Like, if they can't be delayed anymore. So, you know, like we talked about before, the NFL has passed this rule that says that if they want, they can forego a Week 18 playoff seed by winning percentage. They just won't play the game, period. I'm wondering what, what your thoughts are on that, because to me, it just, it just seems kind of fucked up. Adam Schefter tweeted about an hour ago, Baltimore's
2: team flight is leaving. Game is still on, but the Ravens did have two more positive tests today, per sources. It is thought to be one player, one staff, and in words of one source, not unexpected and not a concern for the game. So the game sounds like it is on. How the fuck can they play with
0: more people testing positive by the day?
1: Because Roger Goodell doesn't care, man.
0: Money, 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 money. <laughs> all
1: money. <laughs> they, they, they're violating their own COVID procedures to play this game. It is what it is. Um, so uh, Gurley's knee, he, he hurt his knee last week. That's why he was out. He didn't practice all week. So we'll see. Could just be an existing injury from the arthritis that he has had since last year. Could be something new. They didn't really elaborate on it. But he was ruled out on Friday.
2: Yeah, it's got to definitely. Be, you got to definitely be a little concerned if you're a girly owner. I know that. I have no shares of a girly, so I honestly like couldn't care less about him. Like not to be an asshole. It's like I said. Clearly, if you need to pick up a handcuff, it's looking like Edo Smith is the guy you want, and it's not fucking Brian Hill. Yeah, it's not Brian Hill, which is interesting to see that that's the direction they went.
1: And in response to your question about Jacobs, it's just a mild sprain, mild ankle sprain.
2: Is so, he gonna miss the week? No, most likely kinda... he's gonna play.
1: He might miss one uh, week. You still but... want to look at Booker, uh, but they're it's they're going to see how he does in okay. practice this week. But
0: uh, they're optimistic that he's going to play. I mean, I, I I don't think I'm all that excited for Devontae Booker. Just I mean, number one, I don't think he's any fucking good. And uh, number two, it doesn't sound like Jacobs is going to miss extended time, like Steve was saying. So yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, th- he it, can't hurt. They they played the <laughs> no. Jets this
1: week, so I'm optimistic for. Anybody they put on the field at
0: running back. I believe I said that when they played Atlanta. No, Atlanta's defense is pretty good against the run because 'cause they're bad at everything else, so Yeah, but Henry Uh, Ruggs, Nelson Aguilar, they all fucking blew. Yeah, but Derek Carr blew, so Well, yeah, that's why I don't believe in Devontae Booker. He's a pass catcher. Yeah, but the Jets suck at everything, so (laughs) I think they'll be whoever they put
2: out there at running back, I think will be fine. Okay. It's do a die for a lot of people. Week thirteen.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're
0: fucking right. Myself included. (laughs) Me too. Mike's going to win this week. So right now I have sole ownership of last place. I think that's going to wrap up our breaking news. We're going to go straight into the boom bust recap. The boom bust recap. So I'm sure you guys did fucking awesome, but uh, I personally did abysmal this week. I guess guess I'll kick it off. I'll I'll go straight into my booms, which uh, none of them did. Uh, I picked Carson Wentz against Seattle. That's an L. He finished number 10, 22.95 fantasy points. He was so close, but did not get into the top eight. What are you going to do? Gio Bernard, I predicted a good day for him. I thought he would be more involved in some checkdowns from the backup quarterback against the Giants, and no, not the case. Uh, Running back number 32 on the week, 6.9 fantasy points. Fucking terrible. I thought that Christian Kirk would be the beneficiary of DeAndre Hopkins getting double teamed. And uh, it turns out that nobody benefited on that offense this week. And uh, Christian Kirk did not boom. He finished outside the top 50, 4.9 fantasy points. Just fucking terrible. Dalton Schultz, 7.4 fantasy points for my tight end. He did not boom. He finished number 18 on the week. Actually, one below his projected position rank. So, (laughs) not a boom. (laughs) So, for my bust, I got Mr. Tom Brady playing against Kansas City. Uh, He did not look good in the game at all. But, you got to go by fantasy points. 30.15. Finished QB number five on the week. He hit. What are you going to do? I mean, I got to take the L. The rest of it's all good news, guys. The rest of it's all good news. Miles Sanders against Seattle. He was the number nine running back on the week. Finished number 35. 6.2 fantasy points. Atrocious. Talk about a fucking bust. There was so much hype about Miles Sanders going into this season. And boy, has he underwhelmed. I mean, he has not even come close to delivering. I think a big part of that is that the entire team's a fucking train wreck. But. It's neither here nor there. He was ranked number nine on the week. I don't know why. Even in a soft matchup, I just don't trust him. And he obviously proved me right. Uh, At wide receiver, like I said, I thought DeAndre Hopkins would be neutralized by New England. It turns out he was neutralized by Arizona. He finished wide receiver number 35 on the week. 10.5 fantasy points. Absolutely fucking terrible. You know, I mean, like 10 points isn't, awful, but it's definitely not what you expect from DeAndre fucking Hopkins, you know, (laughs) and uh, my tight end was Mark Andrews, so I guess I'm taking the W, because he's not gonna play, so he busts, right, I mean, that's, that's the way we have it set up, I didn't, I don't agree with it, but that's the way we have it set up, and uh, Cosby deep sleeper, Henry Ruggs, taking the L, did not have a good game, what was he, about 10 fantasy points, I think, 8.6, Eight point six, I think. Eight point six fantasy points. Yeah, not what you're looking for. Something you, like that. Even for forty three hundred bucks, you 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 really want more than that? It's not. That's not going to cut it. And uh, I was the only one, the only one to miss on my Samson's deep flex play. I picked Jalen Rager against Seattle, and he only had four point one fantasy points. This motherfucker couldn't even get ten fantasy points. Fucking brutal. Brutal. It just sucks. Fucking ooh, I just want to drive to Philadelphia and punch him in the mouth. Anyways. So uh yeah, that's 0 and four on the booms. One and three or sorry, three and one on the bus. An L for my deep sleeper and an L for my deep flex play. So all in all, not a good week. How'd you make out, Eric? I did alright. You did all right. I? did alright. Quarterback I had Alex Smith. Sucked. <laughs> uh
2: ten point five five fantasy points in a matchup where he should have smashed. He just didn't. It was all the it was the Antonio Gibson show on Thanksgiving. Mm. Uh, I'm sure most of you guys watched that game. And yeah. He didn't need to do much. Uh, for my running back, I had Naheem Hines, who I picked before the Jonathan Taylor COVID news broke, and I still had that much confidence in him, but it kind of turned into a pretty cheap pick. Cause he was basically <laughs> the starter. He played 70% of the snaps. Seventeen point five fantasy points, which was good enough
0: for RB eleven. Which, for the record, I I think he might have got that workload even if Jonathan Taylor was healthy. He probably would have. it would have maybe a little less, but he's been their best back. Yeah, at least rec- recently past few weeks, I think. You could argue all season. He hasn't been getting the work, but he he has been their most productive back, I think. So my wide receiver, I had Mister
2: Devante Parker. Um I was ecstatic when I heard that Ryan Fitzpatrick was going to start because that made me feel even better about that pick. Um finished as wide receiver 9 21.9 fantasy points, no touchdowns. Still had a great day receiving over 100 yards. And Logan Thomas man came up one receiving yard short. He finished as tight end 9 13.7 points. So fucking close. How many points? 13.7.
0: Oh, so he did outscore Dalton Schultz? He did. He did. Fuck. That's Eric's beer. Son of a bitch. (laughs) And not just my beer. I ain't adding him on there. He wasn't here. I
2: added him, remember? Yeah, you can't said, add adding, him, motherfucker. I, uh, I said, I'm, I said I'm adding Steve because I know he would take this bet.
0: I ain't giving him no fucking beer. He wasn't here. Give me my beer. Negative. Because I definitely would have taken that cheap ass. Bet. <laughs> I knew he would have taken it. That's why <laughs> I threw him in there. So for the record, I know Steve's taken that. For the record, I probably owe Steve a beer because I would have I beer bet Kyler Murray in a fucking heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> definitely would have bet that, especially with you thinking Kirk was going to prove. Continue. Man, I, I would have
1: taken the Thomas bet. I definitely no. would have because I, I fully expected him to be 15 points. I mean, it was close, but. so.
2: Onto the bust, uh, another five hundred a uh, week for me here. Uh, I also had Tom Brady like Brian, and like Brian said, he didn't bust. You know, you can look at the fantasy scoreboard; he had over thirty points. Most quarterbacks get over thirty points. That ain't a bust week. And if it was, I'd that'd be a pretty wild fucking week. Uh, my running back bust is James Connor, who will not be playing tomorrow night because he is on the Rona list. So per the rules, that is a W. My wide receiver bust, I had Michael Thomas, who finished as wide receiver 42. Less than 10 fantasy points. You want to talk about a bust bust? He's up there for first round fucking bust. (laughs) Uh, It's probably Zeke's. It's probably Zeke, but he's up there. Um, My tight end bust, I had Evan, Evan Ingram. He finally had a fucking good game. It's probably his best of the season. Number two tight end on the week, 18.9 points. It's been long overdue, dude. Three quarters of the way through the season. And he finally fucking did it. Cosby's deep sleeper, I don't think I said it, but I also had Henry Ruggs. So that is a loss. No need to beat that dead horse again. Brian went over it. He did not do well. And my deep flex play, that motherfucker just made it. Nelson Aguilar, (laughs) the other Raiders receiver. 10.4 fantasy points, and per the rule, that is a W. So two and two on the booms, two and two on the bust, and one and one split on the flex and sleeper. So that is a 500 week. That is a five and five week baby.
0: Jeff Fisher in it. So I mean, briefly, before we get into Steve's, um, you know, you and me were uh, getting into it a little bit in the group chat about Clyde Clyde edwards hilaire and uh, David Montgomery. And I was telling you flat out, and I was 100. percent You know I was serious, and you know that I w- I'm, not, I'm not Monday morning quarterbacking after I see the scores. I'm I'm telling you the truth. I would have benched Clyde edwards hilaire for David Montgomery because that matchup was so fucking sweet, and Ceh was in such a bad matchup, and he hasn't been performing all that great. And I told you, I always play that matchup game. I if I get a if I get a juicy matchup, I'm gonna take it. This is where it fucking burns you. Like I was so I was so fucking Raiders heavy, dude. I, I, I started every raider I could find. I picked them all in DFS. Fuck it's Atlanta, it's Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Play playing play playing play the matchup
2: game in the Pilgrim League like you did actually cost you the win. Because if you would have just kept kept Robinson in, you would have won. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fucking I mean it happens. Yeah. And just I'm not making now. I'm, I'm just going to be totally honest, like as it is with my team, I'm not making an excuse, but I, I didn't even really look at my team. Like, I just, I didn't care. I didn't care. <laughs> I got a bye week. I, I didn't, I didn't even know who was playing, who looked at my lineup. And like I said, I saw the Taysom Hill thing and I went, eh, I should kind of pull him. Yeah. And I pulled him out, put in Goddard, uh, dropped the Eagles defense, pulled Montgomery out of IR. And I literally didn't open the app for three hours. Like I just I just I don't care I like I'm not trying to like be a guy, I don't give a fuck but like I don't I just didn't. I'm to the point where I'm just like, yeah, let's get to the playoffs. I got a bye week locked up. It doesn't matter I don't know if it's gonna be the first or second seed, but I there's no way I can not get a bye. So it's just, you know I didn't put too much thought into it, basically is what I'm saying. Like I just kinda
0: whatever. Yeah. I get it. I don't I don't even think it's out of line, really. I mean You know, like you said, you're just you're just waiting for the playoffs. You have been for a while. So, yeah. And obviously
2: Montgomery was the play. If I really looked into it, I may have thought about doing it, but I was pretty dead set. on playing Clyde just because I trust the offense more. Um, And Montgomery's hard to trust. It's probably his best game. This probably will be his best game of the season. You know, but I'm kind of got to play him this week. So (laughs) see what he can do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely like I said, I, I don't. I don't fault you. I'm not saying that I think it was a stupid play. Like I'm gonna sit here and be like, "Oh, that was fucking dumb. Why would you ever play Kylo to You know, it's not like you started Lev Bell, but you know, I mean, I'm just saying that. Like, I mean, and you, you heard me say it during the week. I, I, I said it. I said it to you at work. Fuck it. I would, I would find a place for Dave Montgomery without looking at your law, lo- without looking at your roster. I would play Dave Montgomery, and. You know, it just—I just kind of said it in the group chat. People started hopping on me, like, "Like, no, you wouldn't. No, you're. you it's only because you can see the score." I'm like, "No, dude. Like, I always play. I play the matchups. And like I said, I just wanted to point out, like, that it it can it can get you a sneaky win. Like stating David Montgomery over Ceh is like, oh wow, he's a genius. You know." But it burns you so fucking bad when you when you get it wrong, <laughs> like, dude. The Raiders was so fucking bad. They were so fucking bad against Atlanta. I don't know how they did that bad. And uh, I mean, they they made Atlanta's defense, who's been a fucking sieve. They made them look like the two thousand Ravens. You know, I thought I was watching the fucking two thousand two Bucks. You know, it was it was brutal. I just couldn't fucking believe it. It, it leave it to Derek Carr, I guess. You know, I mean just fucking dumb but anyway sorry to go off on all that um the the most likely swap i
2: would have made out of all my roster fuck cuz i i pretty much unintentionally have done everything in my power to give this game to Brian Martin um <laughs> i would have i would have if the most likely one i would made was the rams defense over the browns because i knew the browns had no miles garrett and i knew they had no denzel ward but like i said i literally just didn't even look at any of that yeah and i i that would have probably been one I might have looked at and been like, oh yeah, I should probably play the Rams. You know, Nick Mullins is still fucking quarterback in the the Niners. But I like I said, I didn't even didn't pay attention.
0: I had no idea I even had fucking Cleveland in there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that's gonna wrap up that little rant. Uh, Stephen, how'd you do on boom bust? So I don't know why you guys are so down on yourselves. I mean,
1: <laughs> I. Picked up two donuts and a, and a five fantasy point. So I did pretty good on my booms this week. Oh We're yeah. For, nailed it. Uh lowest score, right? Just like golf. Yeah, this is the golf of
0: podcasts. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah, perfect. And I'm I'm shooting under par. Yeah, you're Tiger Woods. <laughs> I i am the Tiger Woods of uh of Boom Picks. So <laughs> my boom quarterback was Jared Goff for San Francisco. Finished with uh, five fantasy points, number 29 in the week. Not a boom. Uh, my boom running back was DeAndre Swift, and he didn't play, so by our rules, that's a bust. Darius Slayton came out, was witness to the greatness that is Evan Ingram, one game a year, and put up a donut while he watched from the sidelines. Yeah, not a win. And then, uh, like Eric Luterte, Logan Thomas against Dallas ended up missing it by one yard. Uh, moral victory, but uh, still a loss. <laughs> <laughs> However, we get into the bus, and I was the only one with my quarterback right, picking Kyler Murray against New England with an abysmal 9.6 fantasy points for arguably the one of the top three runners for MVP of the league this year. I expected it; they were going to take away their number one weapon, and uh, they did. Kyler Murray, and ended up somehow it. eking out a win. This week, uh, New
2: England did. Mm-hmm. Crazy. When it comes real quick, when it comes to when it comes to Kyler Murray with Steve, he's like Danny Nugent at the card table. One more, one more, one more, <laughs> and he kept coming back, kept going back to him, and finally, finally, fucking yeah. got it right. Got so his worst, worst game of the season. By yep. far, less than ten points. He finally fucking nailed it. Finally, but he was—he he was the only it. top five
1: quarterback that I that I hadn't hit yet, so I had to keep <laughs> going back to so the well. So my my bust running back, I picked Derrick Henry. I was figuring he was going to have the same luck that he did two weeks ago against Indianapolis. Uh He did not. He slightly, slightly was better number one running back on the week. Uh, more points than most of my team. <laughs> Uh, my boom, or my bus wide receiver. Uh, we all picked, uh, I think, top twelve wide receivers this week, which was uh, yeah, big names. We, which was good. We all hit on them. I picked Keenan Allen against Buffalo, and he had a decent game, but still only sixteen fantasy points, and put him at the wide receiver twenty-two on the week. So that was a win for me.
0: So I mean, quickly, I just wanna, I just wanna give you some props. Okay. Because I read this list and on the podcast, I openly shit on you. I'm not gonna lie to you.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. I would. Kyler fully. Murray,
0: Derek Henry, Keenan Allen. I was like, what the fuck is he smoking? Did he send me his boom list? Like this guy is out of his fucking mind. And if you told me last week that you were gonna get two out of three of those right, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able to fucking guess which two. Like. Awesome fucking job, man. You nailed those. Three out of three. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> I, I've failed I've failed this city. Um but yeah, I mean i I'll, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have a lot of time to make my picks. Uh up well, until you should, you should quit thinking about it
0: and just make them quick because this is this is impressive work. <laughs> no, no. This
1: is this is uh I put the same effort in as as I had the last few weeks. So uh hopefully my picks will go up now that my availability is going to also go up. So but, yeah, it was, uh, it was very quick to make those picks. It took me longer to write down and send it to you than it did to actually make the picks. Not a lot of effort's gone into my shitty picks the last few weeks, so I do apologize, but we'll, uh, we'll get better. They'll yeah. be even more bolder and even shittier coming up. <laughs> Just in time for the playoffs. Mm. <laughs> so my bust tight end was Mark Andrews, and he's got COVID, so he's not going to play. There's another win for me. My Cosby's deep sleeper was Zach Pascal at $4,100, and he put up 3.3 fantasy points. Definitely didn't help you in in your lineup. And then my Samson's deep flex play, I'm still riding Curtis Samuel. Still winning with Curtis Samuel at 12.7 fantasy points. Definitely worth putting in your flex
0: every week until he proves you wrong. Yeah, when is he going to start rising up the ranks a little bit? Like, the fuck? Like, how long are they going to ignore him? It's been weeks. I, I don't know. I At mean, this point, I'm only not picking him because I know you're going <laughs> like, to. It's like a weekly well, thing with you, and you're right every fucking time. It's like, Jesus Christ. Like, when are they going to start ranking him appropriately?
1: I don't think we need to pick them this week because I think they're on a buy, right? Yes,
0: yeah. So you're going to have you're going to have to do some some googling. I got to ooh, I got to really dig deep into the well this week. Stay tuned,
1: America. <laughs> Stay tuned for for uh, an even bigger reach than you Chris can, Godwin or Curtis Samuel. You can pick Love Bell. Um, <laughs> uh, I will not pick Love Bell again this season. <laughs> I can tell you that right now.
0: Oh
1: shit, Brian. We, even, Brian,
0: even, yeah, even Brian, less fantasy
1: don't... relevant
2: than Ceh. We know who is gonna be. Who is it? It will not be the mustache. It's gonna be Josh Jacobs because he's gonna be like running back fifty-two. <laughs>
1: that, that's possible. If he ends up playing, that's very possible. You, you might have that. Oh my god! Uh, so let's see. I went. Um, I went three and one on my booms, and I went three and one on my bus. I missed my deep sleeper, but I had my Samson deep flex play. You went 0-4 on your booms. No, I went 3-1 because I got two donuts and a five. Tiger Woods, baby.
0: Oh, you're going for a verse. Okay. <laughs> yes, I went 0-4. I'm, like, my- I'm
1: like, what the fuck are you looking at?
0: <laughs> What's so- worse is
1: I had DeAndre Swift in my Thursday uh, DFS lineup, and that was the one lineup I forgot to go in and change him on.
0: Yeah, me too. I still one much. So, I... As bad as it was. Oh no, I I had a DeAndre Swift in two weeks ago. The the Thanksgiving slate. Eric talked me into starting Zeke. Yeah. Piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he was saying that when hey. I was playing golf. Will Fuller hit. He, he did. did hit, and uh, he was also started by everybody under the sun.
1: Do I have time? Do we have time for me to go on a rant about Will Fuller? Yeah, hit it, baby. I will say that.
2: Yeah, I'm so, going to slip this in real quick, Bill. Well, I was thankfully when I found out Swift was out, I pivoted to Gibson. So yeah. it really worked out for me in the DFS. Uh, I, I actually had, did. I actually made a little money.
1: I had Gibson in already, so right. I would have had to swift pivot off of Swift. Oh. I, probably, I I don't know if I would have gone with AP or if I would have gone with Carry On. Uh, I won money anyways, even with him in with the donut. But uh, I, I would have ended up much better with either side. But uh, so Will Fuller, f- fucking cheater. He's been using performance enhancing drugs all season. I think that the Will Fuller owner should be penalized for every game that he played Will Fuller in this year, and all the scores should be adjusted that could potentially take that person out of playoff contention.
0: I think he should automatically lose any game that Will Fuller started in because it was an unfair advantage. Right. Eric, you're the commissioner. Let's make this happen.
2: Shane, you see what they're doing to you, bro? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, is it Shane who I didn't even know who had that
1: yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. Um, an up argument up. that I, I I've been voicing in some of my other leagues because I mean it's it's different if a guy gets caught in the offseason for performance enhancing drugs. He literally has played twelve weeks fucking cheating. And people have been starting him in their lineups. So that's that's my little rant about Will Fuller. It's different when it's out of season, but when when you're literally cheating all the way up until playoffs. Are you serious? Are you fucking around? No, I'm serious. Who gives a fuck? I do because I lost twice to Shane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were fucking joking, dude. I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, all right, when is when is he gonna get to the punchline? Like, I could give a fuck well, who takes no the uh, Fucking cheaters should pay. Take the points away, bro. There's probably fucking. There's probably ten players in the entire nfl that aren't on PEDs, and two of them are and two of them aren't kickers i mean it, no but all the, 10 of them are on my team and they're underperforming every week <laughs> i mean uh, ster- I like steroids it. in the nfl go hand in hand they, they like to pretend that they're clean but we all know come on so no and but it, i mean I,
1: the, the will Fuller thing in all seriousness uh the will Fuller thing is uh i Potentially look for more players to pop up because maybe they're going to increase testing for other things that are similar to whatever he was supposedly given. But I mean, so my question is this. These guys are like Fuller's an experienced NFL player. And and you see this happening to these guys. Every year there's a few guys that get hit for it in the preseason. You saw Edelman get it a couple of years ago. Would it? Does it not fucking dawn on you? When you go to a doctor and they give you a prescription to say, "Um, hey, NFL competition committee, this is what they want me to take. Is this okay? I mean, is that fucking asking too much for for supposed college graduates making millions of fucking dollars
0: a year to entertain us? Or or am I just expecting people way too much out of people? Don't tell me you actually believe that garbage fucking story that they all spin. They all spin. It's it's brutal. If I, well, I, I took my doctor, prescribed this, and it turns out I asked specifically if it contained a, a, a substance that was banned, and he told me no. And now suspended. Right, it's now on the I'm internet. It has to be true. They, well, they tweeted it. the fuck out of here. Every, everybody's I've never got seen the same anything fucking on Twitter story. that wasn't true. Everybody's got the same fucking story. Full of shit. They were taking PEDs, every last one of them. They all knew it. They all did it. And everybody else is, too. They just haven't been caught. You're going to tell me Tom Brady's playing quarterback at 40 fucking three years old, and he ain't taking no PEDs? Give me a fucking break. And he's running around hand in hand with Julian Edelman, who got popped for PEDs. No fucking way. They're all taking them. Every last one of them. Remember the whole Manning? The Manning scandal? Yes. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Eric. One. Eric, that HGH was getting shipped to his house for his wife, okay?
2: Dude. We me we all know. Everybody knows. <laughs> that motherfucker was taking HDH.
0: But it didn't work.
2: <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. But he, he was got the two NFL's years out of it. Child. He yep. was the NFL's poster. He won a Super Bowl. Um He was the NFL's poster child and that that, that one got rushed under the rug real quick. They oh, did not yeah. want that one in the spotlight. Oh yeah. You have to kind of dig to really find out the info about that. But he that motherfucker was using him and I I am in a wicked rare boat with the PDs.
0: Just let them do it. Fuck it. That's exactly what I'm saying, Eric. It's let not that go. rare. Yeah. Two out of three. Two out of three podcast hosts agree. Like, they, oh, you agree too? They're all doing yeah, just
2: them. Let them go. Yeah, just let them rip. Who cares? Don't suspend them and test them.
1: And I, if if I if I had to be honest, and and anybody actually cared about my opinion, I don't care if they're all using performance enhancing drugs. I, I don't because it makes the game more exciting.
0: For the record, like I, I, like let's keep it within reason. You know, like I, I don't think that they should be taking like anabolic steroids, but like what, so, you don't
1: want you don't want Barry Bonds in football.
0: See, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, fucking football? Mark McGuire. I mean. Like, I don't want them out there looking like Mark McGuire. Like they take Steve Sampson, pump him full of fucking anabolic steroids. And now he's out there looking like DK Metcalf. You know what I mean? Well, I can do that anyways. Yeah. It's just going to take a little hard work and <laughs> a little bit of dedication. 15 years
1: with a personal trainer.
2: <laughs> whatever, happened to the good, whatever happened to the good old days, the Lawrence Taylor days, where he came out there high on cocaine and
0: yeah. fucking sacked the quarterback <laughs> six
2: times. Yeah. I
0: mean, no, but I mean, really, though, like it's like, you know, like, shit like HGH and you know, a bunch of this shit that's been banned. It's like, Really? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, it's, you know, technically, like, performance-enhancing. It's not anabolic steroids, dude. Like, it's, it's not the end of the fucking world. And, like, fuck it. Rodney Harrison, which, for those of you who don't know, which I've never mentioned this on the podcast, Rodney Harrison is my personal favorite NFL player of all time. I mean, I grew up watching Rodney Harrison. I fucking love Rodney. I would lay down in traffic for Rodney Harrison. He is being blackballed from the NFL Hall of Fame. Because he admitted to taking HGH. It's it's like, give me a fucking break, dude. He's one of the best safeties to ever play this fucking game, and he's not in. But, like, Kurt Warner is, because he had two good years. Like, give me a fucking break. The Hall of Fame blows. They suck. Let him do it. Let him do it. Goodbye, Hall of Fame. Thank you for listening. I thought you meant Kurt Warner. I was like, I don't want that fucking douchebag listening. Kurt
2: Warner will stick around because, you know, he's got nothing better to do. The Hall of Fame is a joke. The Hall of Fame's become a joke. Yeah. Especially
0: the last several years. Um, It's like, dude, like, I mean, like I said, they they let in good players that had, that strung together a couple of good seasons. It's like like Terrell Davis. Yeah, he had a 2,000 yard season. Yeah, he had two or three good years. Like, are we going to let Chris Johnson in? Is Chris Johnson a fucking Hall of Famer? Like, give me a break. Like, Terrell Davis is not Hall of Famer. He had a couple of good years. He had a 2,000-yard season. Good for him. Good little player. Performed well for his team. Does not belong in the Hall of Fame by any stretch of the imagination. There is no fucking argument for it.
2: I agree with you because I'm in the same boat with TD, and I believe we've spoken about it over the past years, that he wasn't Hall of Fame worthy. Like you said, he only had, what, three good years. Like like you kind of said, they're going to let Chris Johnson in. He had three good years it's become the hall of really good exactly it's, come, it's, it's become the hall of, hall of, of pretty anymore. good pretty good yeah but and the thing i don't and i don't want to like create a conspiracy but like they're all like all these guys like kurt warner td they're all like fucking on nfl network they're all like in that little analyst and and it's almost like do they does that kind of help
0: their cause a little bit in a way like, so as soon as somebody takes a job at the NFL Network, all of a sudden they come out with a special about his life. They do a football life. They have these documentaries about his career. They're constantly bringing up how good he was. And 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 like ESPN does the same thing, but they don't have the same amount of weight. They don't carry the same weight. It's literally become the point where as soon as you get hired by NFL Network, they immediately start pushing. We want to get you in the Hall of Fame because we want to say we have Hall of Fame hosts. And ESPN does the same thing. They try to push their players into the Hall of Fame because they want to say the same thing, but they don't have the weight the NFL Network does. It's just, like I said, it's fucking brutal. And you're absolutely right. I totally noticed that. I totally said the same thing. And, um, you know, even Fox. Fox has pushed for um, Rodney Harrison a little bit, not much. They pushed hard for Tony Dungy. They they really pushed for Tony Dungy. And you want to talk about over-fucking-rated. Tony Dungy, like... I think he was a pretty good coach. Was he great? Are people going to look back in the annals of history and go, yeah, I'm just lucky enough to, I'm just lucky to be old enough that I I actually got to watch Tony Dungy coach. <sighs> One of the greatest to ever do it. Like, <laughs> give me a fucking break, dude. He wasn't that fucking good. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Tony fucking Dungy. What a joke. What a fucking joke. <laughs>
2: I, I think he was a good, damn good coach. Honestly, he was personally. a good coach. He was good. He wasn't he, great. He 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 built a good team in Tampa Bay. He built a good team in Indy. You know his teams were always contending for the playoffs. Which that's a damn good coach in the NFL nowadays. Look at how often, how many coaches there's been. Fucking four coaches fired now.
0: Yeah, midseason or three. Well, I mean, we're this is also a a very different age where yeah coaches have a very short leash. Yeah, they want results immediately, pretty much. And and there's total buffoonery at the coaching position. Like Like Anthony Lynn, Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, and I said this last year the coaches in the NFL are a fucking joke. They are a joke. They suck. And it's like they just, they're an offensive coordinator for a year. The offense does pretty good. Boom, you're a head coach. Let's see what you got. They're not ready. They're not fucking ready. Nobody works their way up through the ranks. They don't have time to learn how to be a head coach, while they are still a coordinator. It's just I'm just so sick of seeing it. I'm, I'm we watch it get set up, we watch it fail over and over and over and over, and they just keep doing it. Eric B. Enemy's, Eric B. Enemy is next. The Kansas City
2: Chiefs OC, guaranteed. Surprised he didn't get hired last year. If I'm going to be totally honest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I can. Uh, yeah. I can see that for sure.
2: I think he has potential. I think he he could potentially work out work out, but it's way too soon to tell. I'm just shooting from the hip there, but
0: absolutely not. It'll never work out. You don't think he'll work as a head coach? Zero percent chance. This is Adam GaSe all over again. Like I'm not saying he's gonna be that bad. Oh, I don't know. I'm not yeah, saying he's gonna be that bad. But yeah, the offense in Kansas City is great. They have one of the best fucking quarterbacks in the in the history of the league. Pat Mahomes is a fucking phenomenal talent. Anybody could do that. I could be the offensive coordinator, dude. It, it, I mean, look at all the fucking talent on that offense. Adam Gase is—he's the quarterback whisperer because he was the quarterback of the fucking Broncos with Peyton Manning and Eric Decker and fucking Dem, uh, Dem, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders and like, give me a fucking break. He wasn't that fucking good. He just had—he had an exceptionally talented offense, and this is the same thing with this Kansas City cat. He's going to get a fucking job as a head coach and he's going to blow because it's not him. It's the players and it's Andy Reid. Am I wrong, Steve?
1: I think he's going to get offered jobs. I don't know that he takes it Be- just because of the, the lack of experience that he has with anything but a group of Hall of Fame players, which is what he's he's coaching right now. You got Mahomes is is one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Kelsey top uh, tight end in the league. Tyreek Hill, arguably the best wide receiver uh, outside of 15 yards in the league. They just have a stacked roster, and that's what he's walked into. So it's uh, I I think you, you see the same thing that happened with McDaniels. He went too far too fast, and wherever he does end up, if he doesn't stay with Kansas City, won't be very long. Patricia just had the same problem. But he went to a team that has nowhere near the roster
0: and had absolutely no chance of winning. So yeah. And literally, I just looked it up, and Biennial has been the offensive coordinator for Pat Mahomes' entire career. Mm-hmm. He's never been the, the offensive coordinator before that. So no,
1: he he's just been there since Andy Reid got there, and they drafted Mahomes. Yeah, no,
2: because uh, Matt Na- Matt Nagy was actually the OC. Yes, he was. Yeah, and he went so to Chicago
0: in 2013. He hired him as the running backs coach, and then when Nagy got his job in uh, Chicago. He was promoted to offensive coordinator, but he's literally never been the offensive coordinator without Pat Mahomes. You know, let me see what he does without Pat Mahomes. You know, <laughs> I'd rather not, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather not see it because you're just going
1: to have another situation where he goes to a mediocre team with with a mediocre or sub mediocre talent like Trubisky, and ruins football fans for years. Yeah, I mean. It's
2: you. You're looking at the same thing that happened with Nagy when he left Kansas City. Like how how many great head coaches are? I want not even say how many pretty good head coaches are there even in the NFL right now. Would you say eight? Maybe the, that's, that's extremely yeah, generous. Maybe.
0: So I mean, off the top like, of my head, I would say Belichick, Andy Reed, Carroll, Andy Reed Pete Carroll, Sean Payton. Um, I think Kyle Shanahan's a pretty good coach. I think I, so too. I, yeah, he's I'll a coach. I'm fine with that. That's five, and I'm drawing a blank. You know what? I'll, I'll throw in I Sean mean, McDermott. McVay, Mc, McDermott McVay is pretty he's good. At, yeah, done a yeah,
2: damn good job. McVeigh's up there. I know we've, uh, I know we've shit on Tomlin, but this fucking team's undefeated. Tom, Tomlin's. Yeah, yeah I, I don't
0: want to give you. Tomlin. I'll, I'll refrain
2: from. Tomlin. I I think Tomlin's better than. I don't think he's great, but I think he's I better think than he's people.
0: better than most. Give him credit for Dude, him, his his own players come out and say he's not a good coach. I I saw an interview with uh, James Harrison on Colin Coward the herd and uh he was he was saying there's there's no structure there's no attention to detail it's just kind of go out there and do what we do his players Uh, i'm i'm not
1: a tomlin guy i won't get on board with that but uh what's the guy in in buffalo mcdermott
0: Um, mcdermott mcdermott yeah he's decent uh, yeah for a young coach i like mcdermott and to tell you the truth i i don't totally hate doug marone in no, I don't hate Marone either. Considering what he's had to deal with down there, I think he's a good game planner that is trying to acquire talent. Yeah. So I mean, maybe, maybe Eric, maybe you're right. Maybe there are a handful. I, I to be honest, I'm kind of surprised yeah. how many names we came up with. But yeah, Brian Flores is making his way up there. That's true. He's climbing the ranks. I
2: thought of one more I thought a one walk coach too. I think was in the pretty good thing, uh, pretty good uh,
0: tier. Frank Reich for the Colts. Yes, yeah. absolutely. To be honest, I think he is probably the most underrated coach in the league right now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, I mean dude, I,
1: I'm i I'm actually fine with Vrabel, too, with what he's done in Tennessee.
0: That's true.
2: I like Vrabel. Yeah. I like Vrabel, too. I do think Vrabel's a good coach. Um, He's completely turned that
0: team around. I think that we are slowly coming around to the fact that Doug Peterson is a complete fucking clown, and he only won a Super Bowl because of Frank Reich. Yeah, so. look what the team's been since he left. Like, yeah. they've pretty much yeah. been out. It's been brutal since Frank Reich looks left. Like, yeah. It looks like Frank Reich might have been, might
2: have been more of the glue to that team than people may have thought. I mean, look at, I mean, look at the situation, Frank Reich. I mean, he, he thinks he's taking over for a team with a good young quarterback and Andrew Luck. Then he has to deal with a surprise retirement. And, I mean, the fucking team's going to probably make the playoffs this year. Yeah. yeah. And they were good with, last year. With Philip Rivers. I mean, yeah, with Philip Rivers. I mean, that defense is damn good. Um, and Philip Rivers has been trash. Mm-hmm. No, they, not their, their defense good. has been winning them those games.
1: I mean, Rivers has been at least like, keeping them somewhat in it, but he's not been what he was in San Diego or Los Angeles last year. But oh. the, the defense he's put together has been extremely impressive, mm-hmm. and that's what's been keeping them in the games
0: this year. Which is crazy because he's an offensive guy. Yep. So imagine what he's going to do when he gets a quarterback. I mean, dude, he made Nick Foles a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly— I really hope they get to draft somebody this year. They trade up, whatever, and give him a real quarterback, and let's we'll see what the fuck he's got. Because he really doesn't have any wide receivers. He really doesn't have a great running back. He really doesn't have any tight ends, and he's he's got the shadow of fucking Philip Rivers, and it's a functional offense. They have wide offense. receivers. They just can't keep him healthy. They don't have any good wide receivers. I'll rephrase. Uh, Pittman's been all right. He's coming around this year. He's okay. I don't I don't see anything special with Michael Pittman. First year player. I mean Yeah, so is Chase Claypool and so is Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and, but they they have much better quarterbacks thrown on the ball. Uh, I'll I'll give you that, but I just I, I, I see Michael Pittman and I mean, yeah, he's got a big frame. I I like I like his style. I just I don't ever see him being a game changer. I think he's a number two wide receiver at best.
1: Did you hear that guys? Put Michael Pittman in all your lineups this week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he flamed out last week. So he's an okay player, like you said. He's still got room to grow. I think. I think it's too early to, to slam the uh, the gavel on yeah. on his. Oh, he uh, could definitely develop. Be. Yeah, he could develop into you know a pretty good option. But do I see? Do I watch him playing? go, holy shit! This guy's gonna be the next T.O. Or you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, don't I don't see that Justin Jefferson upside or the DK Metcalf upside. You know, it. it
2: I like you said. I think. I think. His most likely road is probably a really good number two, potentially a decent number one. But I think he would benefit better if they had a better wide receiver opposite him. I think he could actually be a really good player. I do think he has potential. And I like, I, I was kind of, I kind of like Pittman coming into the season. I kind of fell off the train a little bit.
1: I like Pittman. I like and his prospect. If, if
2: Campbell can stay healthy, I like Campbell. Uh,
1: but they, they need like Hilton's not the guy. He's not the number one. No. So they
2: they need that other guy, but th- that's two good pieces. It's like you said; it, it's it's he's proving that he can make it work with with subpar pieces, which shows that he's a good head coach. But you also touched on something there too that I think is very important that a lot of people overlook the O line. A good O line can make your team so much. But look at Dallas right yeah. now. Zeke looks like shit. They can't fucking keep Andy Dalton's running for every that that there's constant pressure back there like they have a good old line a good old line can get subpar or, or average receivers open because it gives them more time to get open yeah. and you, if you can keep philip rivers upright he's not great but he's proven that he's good enough at least to win games because like i said they're probably going to the playoffs and they might win that fucking division i mean it's going to be a battle to the end but them in tennessee but that old line is is Going to be a building block for that team for a long time because they got some studs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Qu- N- I'm telling you that Quentin Nelson kid, he's gonna probably go down as one of the best guards to ever play this game by the end of his career. That kid is a fucking monster. Yeah, he's he's a damn good. He it I don't I, I like to watch O-Lineman and shit. He is a I've watched him, dude. He's a damn good player. He is a fucking damn good player.
0: So I mean. I think that's pretty much going to wrap up the episode. You know, we uh, gave you your breaking news. We gave you your boom-bust recap. We talked a lot of different NFL topics uh, between the Hall of Fame, head coaching, uh, up-and-coming players and teams. And we gave you just about everything we could think of. So, we hope you enjoyed it. Eric, do you have anything you wanted to add? Yeah, I got two things real quick. Um
2: wanted to let shane know that we will be doing about a 40 minute dfs segment on thursday and i know he <laughs> would love to listen to that um but no i just wanted to slip this little disclaimer in um i know a lot of people have been screaming for it uh state of the league kind of tight with time uh me and brian and steve we've all been tight with time unfortunately we are not going to probably get a state of the league out if i'm being totally honest which i'm gonna be like there's really no point to doing now. Um, if you guys really want to know playoff breakdowns? Message me. I will probably message something in the group chat. It's just we just don't have the time to record it. Brian has is literally up against the gun with editing these episodes. He he would have to record tonight, edit tomorrow, record tomorrow, edit the next day, record Thursday, edit Friday. Like he would just be nonstop. So message me if you got questions. You want to know the scenarios where you get in. I know them for the most part. Yeah, that's that's all I got. If you're playing in a matchup this week, go get a fucking win. You know, get in the playoffs hopefully.
0: Yep. Yeah, just try to win that's it steven Um, do you have anything you wanted to say so i don't typically get to
1: say this on a tuesday night but make sure you set your lineups for the wednesday game
0: (laughs) baltimore
1: and pittsburgh week 12 (laughs) Uh, i mean let's face it your lineup's already set if you still got guys in there you're praying to god that the game happens since we won't be you probably won't hear the recap or the Thursday night prediction show before the game, get your lineup set. It's going to be a short week for a lot of teams because of waivers and how they're going to process in most leagues because of the Wednesday night game. So make sure you get your guys in the lineups for Thursday night, running backs in the running back slot, quarterbacks in the tight end slot and wide receivers in the wide receiver slot.
2: <laughs> that game, that game fucked up a lot too, though. the, the Baltimore Pittsburgh game, fucked that game even just, just kicked off yesterday. Yeah. Um, We probably would have done a state of the league. Um, Yeah, absolutely. That was a big factor. That was a big factor Um, because that game's been pushed so far back. It's like there's still a few matchups where it's like, ah, this person should win, but you never know. It's like it's not 100%. So you don't want to assume because like my matchup with Brian Martin, if that's a big deal because if I beat Brian Martin, that's a big deal for him because he's going to be a game back. But if he wins, he ends up winning. That's a big deal for him, and it also affects you guys, so I don't want to get into it. but Yeah. It doesn't affect it, me. You're too close to call. It doesn't No, affect it does people. not affect you, I, oh I
1: tell you with 100% certainty that I lost this week. I am going to be the number 12 team in the league going into week 13,
2: but I'm just keeping Mike's spot warm for me. doesn't affect Steve, it doesn't affect Mike, and it doesn't affect fucking Jared now because he lost.
0: That's going to wrap up the episode, and, you know, I, I know we – kind of got off the rails we didn't really talk much fantasy for the last uh 20 to 30 minutes but we hope you guys enjoyed it you know we're we're trying to uh diversify a little bit we're trying to think outside the box and you know we enjoyed talking about it we hope you enjoyed listening to it if not you can always reach out to us you can leave us a voicemail at 508-343-8010 leave us a voicemail it won't ring go straight to voicemail We'll play it on the show. You can tell us anything you want. Tell us we rock. Tell us we suck. Tell us the picks we got right. The picks we got wrong. Whatever you want, and uh, we can also be reached by email at dddfantasyfootball at gmail dot com. And uh, you know, you, I've taken to checking that more than once a day because I feel so fucking bad about missing those two <laughs> those two emails <laughs> that one time. I fuck it keeps me up at night. It's like, but. You know, we really, we really enjoy hearing from you guys. This is two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row with no fucking mailbag, you pieces of shit. You need to reach out to us. So, uh, please get in touch with us, and we look forward to hearing from you. So, that's going to do it for the Week 12 recap. We look forward to the Week 13 predictions, and please do not forget to set your lineups.